All right. Well, everyone, welcome again to another Devo with Jamie and Patrick. And we, again, are matchy-matchy today. Got our one youth. They're warm, Pat. Yeah, super warm. It was, yeah, it was kind of, you know, it wasn't like cold today, but for San Diego, it was a little chilly. Yeah, yeah. And I'd like that the pockets have zippers and there's pockets on the inside. Oh, really? I didn't know this. What you're telling me right now is news to me. Wait. Yeah. What? Oh, that's a pocket. Oh yeah, it is a pocket. Maybe it wasn't intended to be a pocket, but it works I think as it's a, pocket. a pocket. We're we're gonna call it a pocket. Yeah. Speaking of pockets, not at all. What scripture are we gonna be in? <laughs> uh, well, it's your lucky day because. Oh, I'm so happy. We're now we're going the little behind the scenes moment. It is. Right now, Tuesday at three fifteen. Yes. But Correct. we are recording and pretending that it's Sunday. And for oh, you, right. you're preaching on Sunday. Oh, on, Mark, yep. okay. on Mark chapter nine, verses two through nine. And so Let's that's the scripture. This. That's the scripture we're gonna look at. And this is just your lucky day because you haven't done your sermon yet. And I am just about to give you all the content that you need for your sermon. You basically, oh, sweet. You you can just have this Devo transcribed. And then uh, (laughs) I guess I'm talking kind of loud. Megan just like darted out of here. Uh, You can just transcribe this whole entire uh, devotional and just read it. And that's your sermon. So there you go. I, yeah. And I think I'll get my big pen, take big notes so that I'll be ready for the sermon on Sunday. Perfect. All right. Mark chapter nine, starting at verse two. This is a a popular passage, the transfiguration. After six days, Jesus took Peter, James, and John with him and led them up a high mountain where they were all alone. There he was transfigured before them. His clothes became dazzling white, whiter than anyone in the world could bleach them. And there appeared before them, Elijah and Moses who were talking with Jesus. Peter said to Jesus, Rabbi, is it good for us to be here? Let us put up three shelters, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. He did not know what to say. They were so frightened. Then a cloud appeared and covered them, and a voice came from the cloud. This is my son, whom I love. Listen to him. Suddenly, when they looked around, they no longer saw anyone with them except Jesus. As they were coming down the mountain, Jesus gave them orders not to tell anyone what they had seen until the Son of Man had risen from the dead. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. Uh, All right. So some time has passed here. Jesus is with uh, Peter, James, and John. And it's not all all of the disciples, just these few. And they went on uh, what would we what would be believed to be a hike up a mountain, and they're the only ones at the top of the mountain. Uh, when this miraculous thing happened, Jesus was transfigured. Now, Jamie, in your best pastor way, if you had to dis- like define uh, transfigured or the transfiguration in just a, a quick nutshell. What would you say about what maybe it looked like? Yeah, yeah. Like if you had to explain, as if you were Peter, James, or John, explaining what what it was like, what would you say? What they saw. 
Yeah. So yeah, I think good. somewhere there's a video game where if you beat the uh, if you beat the boss, all of a sudden the boss will stop and shake, and then light will just burst out from from the uh, the boss, and okay. it'll just shoot out from him. Um, I think that might be kind of a, a way of looking at it, like light emanating from someone. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, it's an interesting word because the word in the Greek for transfigured is also the same for transformed. Same idea, but it means that there's there's a change that have, that has happened. It's the same word where uh, the the Greek word is the same word where we get the word metamorphosis from. So, which okay. you know, it's like when you get like a uh, a butterfly that comes from a uh, what do they come from again, Pat? Like a a worm, a caterpillar, a caterpillar, or a worm. <laughs> there we go. I don't know why I couldn't think of those words. Or yeah, caterpillar. Um, is that right? Caterpillar. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So a caterpillar will meta metamorph will go into metamorphosis. Uh. Will metamorphosis will metamorphize. Is that the right word? Nah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm getting so, this all over the place. But uh, the idea of transfigure means to like trans is to like cross over. Um, and so in a lot of ways, and here's what's cool about this passage. I'll give you the end before the beginning is Jesus isn't becoming something different, right? Mm. He's more showing who he truly is. Right. And there's a distinction there, right? Like if you put on a mask or if you... Um, for an instant, have like a superpower, you are uh, kind of doing something that that is, you're changing who you are. You're, you're covering your appearance. Jesus is actually like revealing who he truly is to these three disciples. Now these three disciples too, uh, one thing I read, they, they call them the nickname disciples because all of them had nicknames, um, which means that they were kind of the disciples that were closest to Jesus. And I, I don't know if you've experienced that where the people that are closest to you, they get nicknames. Yeah. I mean, I've like heard of that happening. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have a nickname, Patrick? I don't think so. What do people call you? I mean, do you don't have, a, I mean, just Pat, but that's not really, I guess that's kind of a nickname. Yeah, that's it. I, that's well, okay. I guess. There is one student long time ago. He was the first time I ever counseled for a uh, summer camp. Uh, okay. <laughs> we, we were there and he was in sixth grade and one night we're just having like cabin time. And I, and I had a really big loud fart that, that was mm. really smelly. And Gross. for the rest of the time that anytime I talked to him, he still calls me stinky. So that was my, okay. <laughs> that was my, uh, so you took the nickname stinky. Got yeah, I, yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when I worked at camp, I worked with, uh, on, on a staff that had another Jamie, but the other Jamie was a girl. So my nickname, which shouldn't count as a nickname because it was longer than my name was boy, Jamie or Jamie boy. That way they could, you know, just dis- <laughs> give a distinction between me and the other person. But so you have Peter, uh, uh, James and John, they go up. It's after six days. This is important that it's after six days because a lot of times in scripture, um, there was sort of six days that would happen before something big would happen, uh, like something spiritual. Like Moses, when he went up the mountain, there was like a six-day time frame first, and then he went up. So 
Um, this is only, I think, one of two times in Mark that there is sort of this clear delineation of, of days of like when exactly this happened. So what Mark is saying is like, hey, this is an important spiritual thing that's about to happen. And Jesus selects like the special disciples. These are like, right. you know, the, the most important. Yeah. And uh, he takes them up a high mountain. Doesn't say what mount, mountain it is. Some people have said, you know, Mount Hermon. Uh, there's, there's all sorts of different conjecture and ideas of people like, oh, it's this mountain or that mountain. I don't know if it matters, but he did take them up a mountain. And it was just them. There was no other people there. And then, yeah, all of a sudden, it's like the light show uh, comes on. <laughs> yeah, but what an honor, you know, for J- Peter, James, and John. Uh, yeah, to, for sure. They didn't know what was going on before this, right? They they got up there and they're like, okay, you know, we just did this big old hike. Now what? And then, like you said, the light show, G- verse 3, Jesus' clothes became dazzling white whiter than anyone in the world world could bleach them. And there appeared before them, Elijah and Moses who were talking with Jesus. Now, all of a sudden more people are showing up, right? Yeah. The party's getting bigger right now. uh, This whole thing about the clothes being white is interesting to me. My wife loves to make like, that are supposed to be white, like sheets, towels. She loves to make them even more white. Oh, wow. And so she'll take, and this is something that's recently been happening. She'll take like a towel that might be white, but like it could get whiter and she'll put it in a big thing of water and put in like a special bleach concoction thing. Mm. And then the water around it will start to turn colors because it's drawing out all the not white stuff that's in the towels. And she gets excited about that. That's like something she gets happy with. So Maybe maybe um, we can get a photo of that and like we'll play we'll plop it into this video. Yeah, here. we could d- we could dump a photo of a, a soaking bucket of of bleach uh, in there. Yeah. Um. But but yeah. So like we're talking about you know whiter than anything anyone has ever seen, and then these two guys show up, Elijah and Moses, right? Yeah. Oh, now these guys are known for a couple of things. Moses is known for the story of the Exodus. Moses is said to have written the first five books of the Bible. Um, Moses is uh, a guy who God used in amazing ways to lead God's people out of Egypt and toward the promised land. And eventually they did end up in the promised land right after Moses passed away. Mm -hmm. Um, Moses is a really important character. The law came through Moses. So Moses a lot of times represents the law. Elijah is considered to be one of the most like powerful uh, prophets in the scripture. Right. Elijah didn't write a book um, about, uh, he didn't write like a, um, a bunch of prophecy, but he did a bunch of amazing wonders through God. Yeah. And both of them are said to, there's questions about, you know, what happened to them once they died. Like we know Moses died. It says he died. But then curiously, it says in the scripture that no one knows where his body is. Mm, right. like his grave, like no one could find it. Yeah. Elijah, yeah. it says, rode a chariot up to heaven. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. That's the way to go. You know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're going to go. Yeah. <laughs> a, a chariot of fire up to heaven. Right. He, or, uh, he, he got, you know, caught up and taken up to heaven. And so, People a lot of times will say, oh, Elijah never actually died. He just got taken up to heaven. 
So uh, for these two to be there is a pretty big deal because both of them also had experiences with God and with, and with seeing the presence of God and the light of God. Um, when Moses came down the mountain, his face was glowing, which is right. kind of cool. Yeah. So, so they're all up there. Uh, yeah. Pretty unique. And I, now verses five and six, uh, I can, I can kind of relate to They're very relatable. Peter said to Jesus, Rabbi, is it good for us to be here? Let us put up three shelters, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. He did not know what to say. They were so frightened. I think I can relate, right? If I like huffed it up a mountain with my yeah. my mentor, which is like kind of what Jesus was to these three people at the time. Uh, and then all of a sudden a light show happened and and two people from the past reappeared and were and were there. Uh, I would probably err on the edge of being frightened, <laughs> much like Peter was. And also just like saying something kind of out of the ordinary. Like, why did Peter think, let's put up shelters? Like, what, what was the mindset behind that? Like, <laughs> why? why? <laughs> you know, I think he was just out of, out of the fright, fright being frightened, had to just say something. Yeah, right. He's like, uh, what do I do? Uh, uh, and the words that he says is really funny. It's almost like the language of it. He, he basically is like, oh, yeah, it's good we're here because, you know, we're going to put up shelters for you. It's like kind of, it's not like asking. It's more telling. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, like, hey, we're going to do this. Uh, one for you, one for Moses, one for Elijah. And then I love what it says. It's like, he didn't know what to say. You're freaked out. Yeah. Right. I, and I mean, I can, I've been in situations like that where like one time I met, uh, one of my favorite surfers, right. And his name is Gabriel Medina. And I, I met him. It was at like a meet and greet thing. And I get up in front of him and I was like, uh, uh, what, what do you think about the water temperature? Like, why would you ask a professional surfer what they think? About <laughs> like I froze and that was the only thing I thought of. And he was like, well, it's cold. Like it was in the middle of like October. Like, Let me guess. Cold. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All it right. Was, it was like so dumb. So I mean, I can That's I can feel them. But then verse seven, <laughs> a cloud appeared and covered them, and a voice came from the cloud, and it said, "This is my son, whom I love. Listen to him." Yeah. Uh, that's like, that's pretty cool. And just the image of, I've seen photos of, of storms coming over mountains and the clouds form on the top. It's always like such a cool image and being up, up there with all this happening, frightened and everything, uh, probably a big booming voice if it's coming from a cloud, but maybe not the sound of it being comforting, but definitely the message being comforting. Yeah. And the message is, pretty simple right it's not like don't build a shelter you idiot like that's not what the that's not what the message says <laughs> right right god isn't there to condemn peter or or like to say like hey uh you know you're a sinner repent like that's not the message the message is is to confirm jesus is that jesus is the son of god jesus is loved and how are we supposed to respond to that we're supposed to listen to him listen to what jesus says yeah. And then a weird thing happens, right? Verse eight. Yeah. Suddenly they, when they looked around, they no longer saw anyone with them except for Jesus. <laughs> Boom. Right. All of a sudden, wait, where's a lot? Where's Moses? Yeah. That's, you know, 
that would leave me questioning what I just saw a little bit. You know, it's like, whoa, did I, like, did I just see? And it, I mean, I'm sure they're happy that uh, if like Peter, James and John, I'm sure they're all happy that they were together. <laughs> like, okay, did you see what I saw? Like, does this, is this how it happened? Kind of a thing. Uh, and then they were reassured a little bit by Jesus as they were going down verse nine, as they were coming down the mountain, Jesus gave them orders not to tell anyone what they had seen until the son of man had risen from the dead. Crazy. Now here's the crazy part. The next thing they do is they start to, they start to wonder like, what does he mean by raising from the dead? Right. That's the very Mm -hmm. next verse. They're like, they start to have this discussion about this must be metaphorical. It wasn't right. metaphorical. It was real. Yeah. And and that's good to know because this Jesus showing who he was in this transfiguration, it wasn't a metaphor for Jesus being God. It was Jesus as God. Like this was like Jesus showing who he really was. Yeah. Um, showing his true nature to them. Right. And so, and then the crazy thing happens is Jesus, you know, he, he leaves the glory he has as King. And he walks down and he's going to walk towards the cross where he will suffer and die for us. Yeah. Um, and he didn't have to, you know, every step he take he took down that mountain into the valley uh, is a step towards suffering um, that mm-hmm. he did for you and me. So um, you get to be a son of God. You are loved. So listen to Jesus. I think that's a good way to end our time together. Absolutely. Thanks for checking out today's devotional and after you listen to this, make sure to head over to our church's website, solanabeach.church, and check out Jamie's full sermon message on this passage and see what he has to say. I'm super excited to hear all about it. All right. See you guys later. Bye-bye.